Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Are you ready for this? Hi, I'm Elbow. Welcome to your show. This is You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life and tacos and other things. Mmm, que rico. Tacos. She doesn't even go here. Okay. Awkward. You're listening to You're My Best Friend. Are you ready? With two of my best friends, Marcia. So I thought you were just like the coolest person in the world, and then I met you in real life. <laughs> I will never know because I don't know what keys are. That was a little weird. Is it Miles Kennedy? Just say it. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so say it or don't say it. Say it. You're listening to You're My Best Friend with Moxian and Ruben Jai. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, the podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben Jay. And I'm Moxian. And we are out of time. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. We, uh, that's not what I was supposed to say, was it? No, it's not. Dang it. I, but uh, now I'm confused. Are we recording the intro or the outro? I have no idea anymore. I guess this is the outro. Well, no, but we haven't we haven't introduced the show yet. Oh, right. We gotta do it again. Let's do it again. Let's try this one more time. Okay, go. <coughs> nice. <coughs> All right. Hold for edit. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, the podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And we are out of time. No, like, that's ah! not how that goes. Ah! No, Ruben, no. <laughs> Oh my gosh! All right. <laughs> how about how about I try? Third time's a charm. Okay. You want to try it? Sure. All right. Let's let's, let's try this. Okay. Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the nope. podcast. Nope. Nope. What? Nope. I didn't even finish. Nope. Come on. Nope. What's up, everybody? Welcome nope. to the podcast nope. about nope. life, friendship, nope. and tacos. Nope. I'm your host, nope. Moxie Ann. Nope. Nope. And that's Ruben J. Nope. Come on, man. Just let me do it one time. Nope. Oh, Why do you. you have a fly swatter? <laughs> Welcome to You're My Best Friend. I have a fly swatter. The podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. And I'm going to hit you with it. My name's Ruben J. <laughs> and I'm Moxie Ann, and I got a fly swatter. <laughs> and today's episode is brought to you by... Fly swatters! <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you do me a favor? Can you put the fly swatter down? Are you going to let me do the intro? Put the fly swatter down. Can I do the intro? Put the fly swatter down and we can discuss. <laughs> I don't believe that you're going to let me do it if I put the fly swatter down. I'm not. Well, if you don't put the fly swatter down, there won't be a podcast. It's got fly guts on it. Which is why I'm concerned that you're just you're just flapping all over the place near my cheese. Uh-huh. Near your cheese. You better watch out or I'm going to get your cheese. You, you wouldn't. I would. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. I don't believe you. Careful. Watch it. Put the fly swatter down, Moxie. Fine. Can I do the intro? It's time for a commercial. Oh, my gosh. Take a deep breath. Listen to You're My Best Friend. A podcast by Ruben J. About life, 
friendship and tacos. And Moxie Ann. And Mo- <laughs> Today's episode is a special one. Uh-huh. Somebody call the police. I'm being held by Flyswatter. <laughs> um, wow, that was interesting. Okay, Moxie, today's episode yes. is a great episode. We did something... We've, we're doing something... Completely different than what we've done before. Yeah. For the first time ever, we're going to talk for an entire podcast. Yeah, we've never done that before. Never. Even though we did it on episode like three, seven, Shh, nine. Don't tell them. Uh, but before we do, I want to say thank you to Ruthie Kraft. Yes. Uh, she was incredible. Just a stellar person. Great to hang out with. Great to talk with. Um, I loved getting to chat with her. You know what you haven't done yet? What? They haven't told us what episode number it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, episode numero trece. There you go, good job. I had I almost said trenta. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been my Starbucks order. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's episode number 13. We are so excited to be here. We have two episodes left in the season after, after this one. Only two left. Only two left. Uh, we have Dos. a huge announcement coming this Wednesday. Yes. The 26th. 26th. Uh, at noon, mm-hmm. head over to multimediamouth.com where the announcement's going to go live. Do it. And then at 8 p.m., join us over on Facebook and Instagram for our very first ever Instagram Live. Yes. But also, we're si- simu- 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 simulcast- Siamese cat? Simulcasting. Simulcatting. Simul- simul- Siamese catting. We're going to Siamese cat Siam- it all over this place. Siamese twins? Huh? Huh? No. Simulcasting. Simulcasting. We're going to simulcast on a Facebook Live as well. So join us either on Facebook.com forward slash The Best Friend Show. Yes. Or on Instagram at Best Friend Podcast. Yes. No, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, don't go to YMBF Show on Twitter because we won't be live streaming there. No, we won't. But go follow us there. Somebody else might be live streaming there, but it won't be won't us. It won't be us. No. If, if somebody has hacked our account, hopefully it's the Russians. It's not our account anymore. Hopefully. <laughs> what? I don't know. Okay. Russian interference into something. All right. Um, not only that, Moxie, but about two weeks ago, mm-hmm. we announced that we were on Spotify. Thank you. I knew it. Yay. So now, today, we are to announce, we are to announce. We are to announce. <laughs> we are going, this is very proper. We are going to announce the latest platform that has accepted us. Yes. And I'm so excited about this uh-huh. because it is a platform that hosts mainly mainstream radio stations. Yeah. Which is huge. This is huge, huge. for us huge. to be on this platform. He's doing the hand thing, ladies and huge. gentlemen. Huge. 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 This is the most beautiful thing that's ever happened to our podcast. Tremendous. It's tremendous. Spectacular. Wonderful. No one can do a podcast like us. Big, beautiful podcast. Big. So big. So bigly. Bigly. Uh we are on TuneIn. Woo! So we're on the TuneIn app now. So if you uh, are listening to this right now and you say, you know what? I really wish that we were on the TuneIn app. We are now on the TuneIn app. So yes, please go and download the TuneIn app and subscribe to us there. Please. But if you don't have TuneIn, you don't have Spotify, we're also on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. The Google Play Store needs our love. Yes, it does. So go send go send a podcast to our Google Play. Yes. What? I don't know. I don't think that's how... I'm not sure, but I don't think that's how podcasts work. It, well, it is now. That's how we're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, where else are we on? We're, I think that's everything, right? Yeah. You can also check out our podcast on our website. TheBestFriendShow.com. 
And then, last but not least, yes, we are slowly rolling out a new feature that we're going to be doing mm-hmm. on the website. Yeah. Um, Moxie's a very hungry person. I am. Um, starving. Well, I wouldn't say starving. Mostly for attention, but starving. You should open a Tinder account for that. I thought about it. Don't open a Tinder account. Okay. You get guys like me. Uh, We have a thing called BiasTacos.com Yes And uh, it's a way for you to just tip us If you wanted to If you want to support the show Yeah Uh, I know it's called BiasTacos.com But 100% of the money goes into the podcast So, Mm -hmm. you know, a dollar, five dollars, a thousand dollars Whatever you want to to give us We will gladly take uh, And we will reapply it to the podcast Yes um, and that's also where we're going to have some merchandise eventually. Mm-hmm. So if you want to support the show, biastacos.com is the place to do it. Dot com. Dot com. I like the way you said dot com. I know. That's that's the official like broadcaster's way of saying Did you website. go to school for that? I, I, they claim I went to school for it. They just uh, took my money and told me to say things. Oh, okay. So, I um, mean... No, I, yeah, I did go to school. They, they took my money and told me to sing things, so... Well, shut up and sing Shut up and sing with me. Dollar in the jar. Fine. You know that's what we should. That's what we should have on the website. Dollar in the jar. Yeah, I like that. People can put dollars in the jar. I like that. Uh, all right, cool, Moxie. We are talking about you and me. your band. Yes. All day. All day, every day. On today's episode mm-hmm. of You're My Best Friend. Let's go. Commercial. You know, Moxie, one of my favorite bands in the whole wide world is a little band called Alter Bridge. A little band called Alter Bridge. Are you making fun of me or are you, I don't know what, are you trying to be country there? I'm not sure what the intention is here, okay. actually. I'm very confused. It's okay. Me too. Um, but my, my favorite band in the whole wide world is a band called Alter Bridge and they have an album coming out in October called Walk the Sky. Walk the Moon? No, Walk, that's a different band. Walk the Moon. That's a band. I, I like Walk the Moon. It's a good band. I think I'll like their new album. Shut up and dance. No, nobody wants to see that. Good thing this is a podcast. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the reason why I'm bringing up Alter Bridge is because you were in a band once. I was. Uh, and te- technically, technically speaking, aren't you still in a band? I am. It may not be the one you're referring to, though. Okay. Well, we'll discuss that here in a minute. But, you know, we decided late uh, this last week as we were prepping for the podcast to uh to do something a little bit different than what we've done in the past yeah especially for this episode number 13 13 uh you'll do your attempt at spanish later um but we are going to talk about your band yeah and we're going to go we're going to dive deep into the band's history yes into some of the music into some of the performances Mm -hmm. into the drama the drama. Oh, all the drama. There was a lot of drama. Uh, what are we not allowed to talk about? Probably band member relations. Because mm. in a band of all girls, you get some issues. Mm. And I don't want to badmouth anybody. Not well, that I would, but, you know, girls are sensitive. Yeah. 
Yeah, so this is going to be fun. This is going to be a fun episode of You're My Best Friend, where Moxie and I are going to discuss, for a long time, four of her best friends. <laughs> yeah. Now they're Still no, my best friends. Now they're no longer best friends. No, they are. I will let you guys in the internet decide which one of them... Which one of them's Which are one no of longer <laughs> best friends? That, but that's not for us to dis- That's not for me to discuss. So it's for me to discuss. It's for you to discuss and for people to listen. <laughs> yep. So uh, if you are a fan of the band Moxie and the Influence, 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 Moxie and the Influence, don't hurt yourself, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a rough week. Me too. And just run into doors. Yeah, Ruben's been, he's run into about three doors now. <laughs> in like 24 hours. Uh-huh. Soberly. <laughs> let's, let's clarify. The, I was 100% sober. The door was, in the interest of full disclosure, it was at the liquor store. The The door was drunk. Yes. Um, but well, it wasn't really the liquor store, though. It, Bevmo. Bevmo's not really a liquor store. They sell only liquor. No, they they sell soda and they sell candy and they sell snacks to mix with booze. Yeah, but I, I would consider them more of like a liquor mega store. Yeah, I mean they also sell like fruit to put in the alcohol. I sell fruit to put in alcohol too. But anyway, that's that's beside the point. Is it in a stand? I will not confirm nor deny. Okay. There's apparently people stealing our ice this weekend so i'm not going to <laughs> let's not get into that yeah let's not let's not get into that. let's let's uh let's cheers this is the first time i think we've drank on the podcast so cheers to to what's going to be a interesting podcast mm-hmm. so for take, anybody who's never had any smirnoff ice this thing gets me messed up don't tell the people that oh sorry that's that, that you know oh i should totally ice you right now what ice Ice. Ice. Baby. Ice baby. <laughs> no, uh, icing someone is when uh, you get them an, a full thing of Smirnoff ice and they have to chug it. Oh. I should totally ice you right now. I did that last night. No, you didn't. I drank two of them very slowly. That's the complete opposite of being iced. Oh. That's being melted, I think. This sounds weird. Um, it's, it is very weird. But let's let's go to the year... The year that we, let's go back to the year before we met. Okay. The year 2013. Are we going to be playing really dramatic music in this part? We should. Okay. We should. Okay. I think we're going to. Let's do it. Okay. Editor's note. <laughs> the year before we met. So the year before we met, you started a band. Yeah, I did. Let's talk about the the origins of... What are, we, what are we calling the band? Is it going to be MXI or Moxie and Influence? Well, at this point in time, it's called Moxie Ann. <laughs> so, oh, so in, in, in 2013. In 2013. Hold on. I actually have our, uh, I have a timeline up here because up until I think 2014, we kept a detailed record of everything that I did. So we played our very first performance on September 1st. 2013 Wow! at the joint in Los Angeles. It's a tiny little club. And that performance is not something that I signed up for, actually. That was a performance that my pastor put together because he wanted to start concert nights and he heard that I had just gotten a distribution deal with this uh, agency, um, an agency that's no longer in business, but I had, I think, four songs. What was their name? DNT. DNT. Yeah, something like that. 
but I had like four songs and he <laughs> booked us for the gig and then told me and nice. he he told me and he said you have a month get a band and I had four songs at the time because that's how things are done in the real world it actually kind of is actually it really is <laughs> and I was kind of pissed at first I was definitely pissed um so I called my best friend Sydney at the time she and I had been in a band called the Ravens for two almost two years and so she was my first call and then I was that band still um doing stuff or was it was that band over at the time that band was still active and we had actually played a show about 10 days before that so I was you know I was stoked because I had two shows within like two weeks of each other and uh, the Ravens, might I add, we played two shows, like, total. <laughs> and both of them were Halloween parties that we threw. Yeah. One of them, we didn't headline. What? <laughs> I mean... Yeah. The drummer's boyfriend's band headlined the other one. Now, let me ask you this. Did you guys have a song called Nevermore? No, we didn't. That's too bad. We had a song called Socks. Eso sí que es, eso sí que es, gonna be the best, ready to impress. Eso sí que es, eso sí que es, it is what it is, better than the rest. Two things. Yeah. Number one, dollar in the jar. (laughs) Number two, whenever you decide to start playing shows again, (laughs) you need to play that song. (laughs) That should be my intro song. Yeah. (laughs) The first, you know, because Miles Kennedy, when he when he finally went on on his solo tour, he played songs from his old band in the '90s and the Slash stuff and the Alter Bridge stuff and mm-hmm. the solo stuff and a couple covers. You got to do the same thing. Okay, well, we did have we do have a music video out from that band. It was for a song called "Right Here, Right Now," and we recorded it in front of a very small green screen. A studio audience. Uh, no, my my dad actually recorded it for us. Very small green screen, like extremely small and so we were like trying to groove and move with the music but we couldn't move more than six inches to the one way or the other because we were all crammed together anyway it was a great band how many people were in this band four four okay it was sydney's school project for graduation it was a good school project um for which grade high school high school yeah yeah but that's how the band started and i called sydney i asked her to play guitar for me and then i said can you help me find other musicians because i don't have people and she at that time knew a lot of musicians so she called a drummer friend of hers who's now in school for nursing and then she also called a bassist friend of hers who bailed on me after the first rehearsal which was awful the first rehearsal was terrible i had no idea how to run a rehearsal he was not prepared the drummer did a good job sydney did a good job and my brothers brandon and jeremy were there watching so i was very nervous and brandon heard the first rehearsal my brother brandon wolf he plays the bass um he plays he he, he plays the bass the bass yeah is, is that how is that the scent is that how it goes it can go either way okay but he plays bass and he heard that first rehearsal and he came up to me after and he said if you need someone to cover for you i will so actually it was very fortuitous because I don't think I would have had the guts to tell the other bassist that he was out and he bailed on me that night. We drove home and he bailed on me. And I said, Brandon, I need you. And so he played for me. Um, Brandon, I need you. So we played our first gig at the joint in Los Angeles 
uh, we were on a billboard. Well, I was on a billboard as Moxie Ann. And then uh, what happened right after that is George, this promoter named George Reinflesh called... He, he was in charge of what my dad likes to call a soccer league of bands in Orange County. There were a whole bunch of really young bands who all played on the same kinds of gigs together. And he called, and he got my mom, and she said, well, what the heck, you're already prepped for one gig, let's just do another one. And so we had our second gig at Deep Piazza's in Long Beach a week, exactly a week after that. And we opened for this band called False Puppet. Oh, I love those guys, or loved those guys. Yeah, they were really good. Um, if anybody knows the band Hey Violet, they're pretty big. They've toured with Five Seconds of Summer and stuff. They used to be called Cherry Bomb, and at the time, their drummer was dating False Puppet's drummer. So I think that the girls from Hey Violet were actually at our second show. Do you want to know something funny? Huh. And this is a weird this is a weird way that we connect even further back. <clears throat> In mm. twenty twelve I, I did this event. Uh yeah, we right? I think so. Yeah. This event at the at the uh, at the vault? No, not the vault. Um <laughs> the Avalon. Oh in yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Called That's So Summer. Actually, <laughs> Six days will be the seven-year anniversary of that show. Oh wow! Sold it out, um, and Cherry Bomb <laughs> was one of the openers. Oh seriously? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's hilarious. That that's that's a way that we connect. Well, it's really funny because one of the bands that we played with pretty regularly, uh, the Paralyzers, they um, are no longer. They well. are they are no longer. But at the time, they had a Craigslist ad up, and it was a couple of months before I started doing what I was doing, and they were looking for a singer. And I almost was the singer for the Paralyzers. That would have changed everything. It really would have. I don't think we would have met. No. No, we would have met. Because we played on a couple of the same gigs with the Paralyzers that you were at. So we played that song. Um, I had I had my first piece of merch at uh, at that show, um, and the merch was you know the the pins that you can put on your backpack. The ones that I steal all the time. Yeah, those ones. Yeah. Um, I had my first piece of merch, and they were a whole bunch of pins. They had my first logo on them. They said Moxie Ann. They were white pins with a tiny purple logo on them. And my friend Brian Kemper out in uh, Ohio made I know them. Brian. Yeah, yeah, he pressed them for me and, and mailed them over, and we sold them. And then I also had download cards, because that was a thing. Still is kind of a thing. Yeah, no, that's kind of the new album. Yeah, and so I had download cards for people to buy. I still have so many of those download cards. They're useless at this point. So we just give them away. We we could, but I think the link doesn't work anymore. Nice. <laughs> it was so long ago. We'll just give them away anyway. Yeah. Just here's Here's a download card, kid. It had a really pretty picture of me on it. I, I'm not bragging. I was surprised that I looked good. <laughs> um, so we played at so D. Humble, guys. So humble. We played at Piazza's in Long Beach. Shortly after that, we were nominated for our first award, the HMMA Award for the rock section uh, for our song Take Me Down. Um, and we released that a couple of days after it was nominated. Then after that, we played the M15 and Corona. I don't remember who we were opening for. It was some little thing. And that was the first place that I believe, yeah, that was the first time we had Iggy play with us. 
So at this point, before the M15 show, who who exactly is the band? It's you, Sydney, Brandon Wolf, Brandon Wolf, and David Riccobono on drums. Okay, so then the what was the guy's name? David Riccobono. David. So he's out then. <laughs> At that point, yeah. So he, I believe he played two gigs with me and he played Di Piazza's and he told me, hey, I can't do this anymore. I'm running out of time. He, it, well, he was applying. Was he dying? To, no, no, no. He was applying to colleges oh, for gotcha. medicine. Yeah. And so I said, okay. And I think we posted on Craigslist. I don't actually remember how we found Ignacio. Wasn't Iggy a friend of Sydney? No, they had never met before. Oh, Nobody okay. had ever met him. And we, I interviewed somebody else for it, and then I talked with Iggy. And I remember being really intimidated because he had this very, he had, his name was Ignacio Barrientos. <laughs> and I am a white girl. <laughs> and so I remember meeting him for the first time, and it actually, it went surprisingly well. Do you remember my nickname for him? Nacho? No, I never called him Nacho. No, what was your nickname? I called him Iggy Rock. Oh, yeah. I liked that nickname. Yeah, I'm surprised he never stole it and like ran with it. Uh, well, I think he would have if he had liked his birth name more, but he didn't. Anyway, he played with us at the M15 in Corona, which was a dead gig. There was nobody there. It was good training ground for us. Um, and then after that, we released our song Hurricane Heart Attack. This is in... Hurricane Heart Attack? October, yeah. Do you remember that song? No, I don't. It's a hurricane heart attack and someday I'll fight back. Not a big chance of talking smack. It's a hurricane heart attack. My life is mine. My life is mine. Two things. Yes. Number one, dollar in the jar. Yeah, I know. Number two, I've never heard that song. We played it at that show that you emceed. There's no way. Yeah, we did. I there's, have video. There's no way. I have video. Okay, then I must just not remember it because I would remember a song like that. It's a horrid song. Um, I mean, I, I helped write your best song, so. You did. <laughs> Most notably Vampire Valentine, which <laughs> I don't know where that is these days. But it, Is it on like the Sony store or something? I think so. At this point... Um, I played an artist showcase at the Fender Center. Uh, we were on the cover of the OC Register. The title was Finding Her Voice in the Spotlight. And Sydney and I uh, posed with our purple and blue guitars. Nice. And we were on the One cover. One of which she didn't play. No, she played her, no, you. her blue guitar. You didn't play. I played. Yeah. I played. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard you play. I didn't say I was good. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, and then we released Queen Anne's Revenge, which is still one of my favorite songs. I love that song. I am very proud of that so let's, song. Let's talk about let's talk about Queen Anne's Revenge. Okay. Because I I love the song. I feel like I feel like that song did you write it? I did. You know, it would be you should shop it around. I have thought about it. I, I would want to re record it because the recording quality isn't that good. Well, it's a different story. But, I mean, I think it would be great on mainstream radio. It I, would. I think it would, you know, I wouldn't get a, a, a crap ton of play, you know, because it's, it's a slower song. But yeah. it's, it's a really good song. Yeah. And it deserves to be on someone's album. Mm-hmm. Or no, yours. It's, it's a very good song. I've thought about doing something with it because, so I wrote Queen Anne's Revenge, I think I was 16 years old. And 
I, <laughs> I'm working with a friend of mine. His name is, his name is Jacob Meyer. Um, he got his hands on, he and I just graduated together and he got his hands on a hard drive of all of our original Pro Tools sessions for these songs. And so he's an audio engineer and he's awesome. And he's just kind of been messing around with the sessions because he's bored and he wants to work on stuff. Tell him to get me instrumentals of all the music. I, well, that's why I gave him the hard drive. Yeah. He's working on it, but he's, but he's working with it. Hurry up, Jakey. Jakey. (laughs) Jakey. Shut up, Jake! <laughs> That's a throwback. Oh, man. No, but he's working on it. And he messaged me the other day, and he was like, wow, this is an emo song. And, I, like, history nerd much? Queen Anne's Revenge? And I said, you have any idea what that song is about? And he was like, the pirate ship, right? And I said, no. It's actually about Anne Boleyn, the second wife of Henry VIII in the 1500s. It's legitimately about Anne Boleyn, and I'm very proud of this song because you can't really tell. Um, it sounds like a song about abuse, and it is in its in its own way. It has a double meaning, but I wrote it from the perspective of someone who doesn't know to, how to feel. So the chorus is, she didn't know how to feel. She didn't know what was real. Now the things she knows are the blade at the back of her neck and the times he didn't let her speak. So it works for abuse, but it also is kind of a retelling of Anne Boleyn's story from a perspective of she was thrust into the position of power and abused by somebody who was dissatisfied with her and didn't know what to do. And she went after power. I have a line in here that says... uh, she let him take her life, had to be queen, but she became his wife, took her time making up his mind, wondering if she chose the right pathway. And Anne Boleyn really, she rose to power by throwing another woman down and by having an affair with the king. Wow. And yeah, so I mean. She make a reality show out of that. They they have, it's called The Tudors. It's really good. I've watched it several times. And then, and she was eventually beheaded. So I wrote the bridge and one of my favorite lines I've ever written is in the bridge and the bridge is she's afraid to live. She's afraid to live. She's afraid to die. One thing she knows is she's gotta stay high. So shut your eyes as the sword goes past. The only thing holding you back is yourself. And that's my favorite line I've ever written. I think. The only thing holding you back is yourself. But, you know, shut your eyes as the sword goes past because she was eventually beheaded. Oh, my God. I, yeah. Um, and the only thing holding you back is yourself. I, I'm kind of talking to myself. I'm speaking to women in abusive situations. Not There are abusive situations where you do need help. But, but there's always – you always have to take that first step. I love – powerful stories of women who decide that they're fed up and they're getting out yeah and that was one of the inspirations for this song it's a great song honestly if you haven't heard it head over to uh the apple music store or google play store spotify uh, spotify where while you're there might as well download our show as well oh yeah do you it uh, you like how i just weave that in there together? i love that um smooth s- smooth i'm smooth, smooth yes. man also dollar in the jar uh. It's going to be an expensive episode for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you guys put out Queen Anne's Revenge. Yes. We put out Queen Anne's Revenge. Um, I was featured in a couple of different magazines. We played at this event at Edison High School in Huntington Beach. And that's where we have one of our highest rated YouTube videos. Nice. Um, we played Stairway to Heaven. 
and that was one of our favorite things to do acoustically. Before the man kept you down. Yeah, before uh, copyright like lo- legs? legislation, legislation, <laughs> <laughs> copyright legislation. That video is now muted, unfortunately. But we had like two hundred thousand views on that video, and we also played Queen Anne's Revenge at that show. Um, it it was a great show. And then the the day after that, we played D Piazzas again, opening for where where around is this like time wise? This is November seventeenth, two thousand thirteen. Okay, so cool. we had like one show per month, okay. one or two per month. Um, we played DPOTs again, opening for the Galvanized Souls EP release party. And which, I, which EP was that? It was, I think, their first EP. And I wish I knew who all was on. That had okay. That's oh, you know what? I may have not. Okay, I didn't go to. That no, show. you weren't there. Yeah, I know that, but I met Galvanized Souls. Before that EP, or right around the same time that EP came out. I really wish I knew... I wish I knew who was on the bill for that, because that was where I made a lot of my closest friends. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, Ellis Bell, Voice of Reason, FTC, Kaylee Swanson, Diamante, Against the Ordinary, Skick, The Paralyzers, and Galvanized Souls. There are a handful of those names I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Well, and Against the Ordinary is now going under a different name, and i got to remember what Mark's new band is called. Well, hold on, it's a totally different group. Against the Ordinary is still another group. And Mark's now oh, yeah, Dylan. Yeah. And Mark's now doing Monarch Theater. Yeah, Monarch Theater. Go check them out. They're great. Yeah, they haven't done anything. Yeah, but they've got some good music out. Yeah. Mark is a fabulous songwriter. Yeah, he's good people. He's, he's good people. one of my favorite uh, musicians. I still need to do a duet with you, dude. Yeah, but after that, so, and that was also, that was the show where we became Moxie and the Influence. Now, at this time, my mom was our manager. And she was still booking everything. She, well, okay, she was always our manager. Let's be real. But she... <laughs> She's still your manager. One of the members from Galvanized Souls, I think it was Kevin who introduced us. Because at these EP release parties, uh, the False Puppet show was introduced also... Introduced to. Yeah, there were... Introduced to you to who? Oh, just in, to the crowd. Oh, gotcha. Like, he introduced okay. us. And he asked my mom what he should introduce us as. And she had gotten the idea that... It should be like a Joan Jett and the Blackhearts situation. And we were talking, we had been talking about it, and actually the place where I got my hair dyed for a photo shoot that I did was called the Influence Salon. And she was like, wow, wouldn't that be a cool name for a band? The Influence Salon? No, the Influence. (laughs) And so she told Kevin Kogan, 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 who's now married, by the way. He just got married. Okay. Kevin got married? Yeah, Kevin got married. So did uh, Chris. Maybe Chris got married. I, one of them <laughs> got married. <laughs> well, no, I think Kevin's engaged too, but... Yeah. Um, but she told... She told whoever it was, I, I think it was Kevin, that we were called Moxie and the Influence. And from then on, we were called Moxie and the Influence. Um, and that was in November. November 17th. And that's the day that the influence was born. 
<laughs> That's this day that will live in influence. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we were featured on Reverb Nation on the cover page. Uh, we did a live interview for the Music Project with Adam and Sean Lusk, and I believe Lauren Dare Owens was also a part of that interview. Um, we played at Angel City and Bellflower on New Year's Eve, and that was the night that we discovered we had won the big and famous grand prize of a $100,000 music video. Nice. Yeah, we we discovered that on New Year's. But it wasn't announced until a little couple weeks later, right? Yeah, we didn't announce it until later. Uh, there was still a lot to be worked out. There was a lot of contractual stuff there. This might end up being a two-episode thing. <laughs> yeah, because we're already at the 25-minute mark. I am so sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. So now we're at well, the, day of inf- the real day of the influence. The real day of infamy. Um, January 4th, oh, God. 2014, at no. the Vault in Orange. <sighs> yep. This is not... Not what I want. Sydney Shiny Pants. Sydney Shiny Pants Allen. And Mr. Ruben J. Oh, man. Well, I mean, that was. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I pressed something. <laughs> <laughs> that was. That was. A... Do you remember who played on that show? I don't, but I bet I could find out. It's not that big of a deal. Um, that was a fun day. Yeah. Because that was the day that we met. Mm-hmm. That was the day. This podcast was born. <laughs> Not really, but you know, it, it, it was an interesting. It was an interesting thing because now, now we look back at it. It's been five years. Five years and yeah. change now. Um, the- oh, you know what? I I think I have who was on there. Vixen Vendetta played with okay. Kiana and Sasha De Leon. They are now in a uh, uh, Pantera tribute band. Uh, nice. And Against the Ordinary played, and I think the Paralyzers played. And maybe Stereo Love. Those all sound very possible. Yeah. Very interesting. That's very interesting. But that was the show that we met at. And I got to tell you, that was also, uh, I have very crappy memories of this time because that was when Iggy and I started dating. (laughs) And so all I remember is Iggy related stuff for like the next several months. That's funny. So let's let's talk about that vault show. Mm Mm-hmm. It was the first time that you and I were ever in the same room together. It was. Um, it was the first time that uh, I ever heard your band. Mm-hmm. And I remember instantly thinking, man, these people are good. Oh, good. I was worried you were going to say, damn, these girls suck. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I, I would just I wouldn't have even said anything. Oh, sorry. I missed something. At this point, we've replaced Brandon Wolf with Carly Wasserman, who's currently doing an internship uh, doing design for Nickelodeon. Okay, cool. Yeah. But Carly Wasserman, we found her on Craigslist. She's an amazing bassist. Uh, she's uh, still a very close friend of ours. She's awesome. Anyway, she was at this show, too. Ours? Ours. Yes. <laughs> Ours, <laughs> the royal we. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was an interesting show. Now, I remember um, distinctly hanging out with you guys afterwards. Yeah, in and out. I think I told the story a while back, and I remember talking to your dad, not knowing he was your dad, <laughs> and then also not knowing that you were just like. 16 or 14 or oh, whatever yeah. 16 yeah and just being like oh my god she's incredible and this is <laughs> and that and then he goes 
Uh, and then your sister, you and your sister had a sing off that I think she won. Yeah. Um, you pitted me against my sister. Which that is night. great. <laughs> uh, which we should do again. No. We should totally do it again. No. We're doing it again. Okay. In October. All right. Um, but I was talking about how how talented both of you guys were, and to find out that she was like twelve and you were like fourteen. <laughs> Or something like that. 13 and 16, something but okay. Like, something like that. You know, I'm just going, oh my God. And then your dad threatening me and being like, yeah, you stay away from them. Uh-uh. <laughs> and here we are five years later in your kitchen. All right. <laughs> hey, the studio. The studio kitchen. Yeah. We're recording in the kitchen of I the meant, studio. like, theoretically in your kitchen. Yeah. Because we hang out a lot in your kitchen. We do. Yep. We're not there now. I laid on the floor in the kitchen last night. You laid on a couple different floors in the kitchen. The floor is nice. Um, it's an inside joke. So <laughs> so we play the vaults in Orange. And then right after that, four days later, we play the House of Blues in Anaheim. We opened for Hudson, Katy Perry's brother. <laughs> did you really? We did. Okay, we had a better crowd than he did. Wasn't I there? You were. And you know How who, do I not remember this? You know who else was there? Who? Chris Garrett, C.G. Reich's son. Oh, he followed us on the gram he did he's awesome he's a great drummer but that's how we met the guy who did our second two uh music videos yeah so let's let's jump forward to oh and we also premiered vampire valentine at that show vampire valentine hey hey dollar in the jar i didn't sing i spoke you definitely sang that was a speak Uh uh-huh that was a speak that was a speak (laughs) I don't want to be an accident again. <laughs> Please don't die. Please don't die. It just became an accident again. Um, so let's fast forward to uh, your first EP. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to pull up on the iTunes because that's <laughs> still a thing. After that, we were featured on PlayStation Home. We were nominated for an OC Music Award in the People's Choice Award category. That's where we met uh, Ash Costello in New Year's Day. You were nominated for a People's Choice Award? We were. Yeah. Along with The Offspring, uh, New Year's Day, and No Doubt, because Orange County. Um, We played at Alta Coffee. We played at Chain Reaction. We played at Di Piazza's again for the Almost Anywhere EP release. That's Emily Patterson. She's in a band now. Uh, Did I host that show? I, no, that was Di Piazza's. No, I don't. I don't think you ever hosted at Di Piazza's. That's I've I've hosted everywhere except for Di Piazza's. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna host a show at Di Piazza's. Mm-hmm. I have to. Let's let's talk about your EP. We opened for uh, almost anywhere, and she is now in a band called Into the Further, who's awesome. They're great. Check them out. That's an interesting wording. Let's let's talk about your first EP. Mm-hmm. Okay, alive, alive. Um. Let's just let's just run through these songs real quick. All right. All right. Uh, first song on the album is is the title track. Me for me. That actually wasn't supposed no, no, to no, be. The first song on the, on the EP is live. Oh, it is? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. At least according to, to Apple Music. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think I'm thinking of it in set list order. Maybe. Yeah. So, Alive. Yes. How did this become the title track? <laughs> uh, and because, you know, Breathe, Scream, Survive is a great title. Uh, Peace of My Heart would have been a great title. Yeah. Well, Peace of My Heart was a little bit too Janis Joplin. Um, Alive became the title track, one, because it was our best song. Uh, Two, because 
it was so at this point half the songs we're performing with are ones that have been written by the distribution company and we are at a full band like we're we've got Sydney, Carly and Iggy who also by the way I was the only one who wasn't Jewish um <laughs> yeah not the intention there but we Moxie and the Jewish <laughs> but we've started you know we've started writing and I gotta pull up that EP because that was I believe the first song that we wrote that was ours gotcha and were you still under distribution deal with them? No, I wasn't. At that point, I think the company was about to go under. Um, but, oh yeah, it is alive. Oh, I don't like the way that's spelled. Um, so I actually wrote that. So I was pissed off. Cor- the, correctly? The <laughs> the best songs happen uh, when you're pissed off. Um, and yeah. Okay, so tell us about the song. So uh, I think I... I uh, uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> this makes for an interesting podcast. Well, well, it's about my parents <laughs> who are in the other room, <laughs> and I don't think they know this. Hey, Lisa and Greg, do you want to join us for this therapy session? <laughs> <laughs> They're not paying attention. It's okay. Okay, cool. Nothing. Don't don't listen. Now they're gonna listen. They're definitely good gonna one, listen. kid. Thanks. Um, so alive is uh, I I don't remember. I remember overhearing a conversation. <laughs> you know this? Oh, cool. Okay. I overheard a conversation with my mom to somebody else, and I I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, or I was slacking on something. I don't remember, but it pissed me off. And I you're not doing your homeschool work. No, no, it was music. Okay. It was something with the band and I, you know, felt like I wasn't going to succeed or something like that. And I wrote and I felt like I wasn't in control. And so I wrote the chorus and I sent it to Iggy and he loved it. So then we sent it to Sydney and we worked on it and then had Carly take a look at it. And that's how the song was born. Okay. So what's the chorus? Cause strength isn't something you manufacture And life isn't something coming after me All your lies only made me grow Cause I've got to know I'm alive Okay, so... I hate singing that song live because I wrote no breath spaces in. Did you hear that chord? That's, there's no place to breathe in that. And it's really fast. So when... So two things. Yeah. Dollar in the jar. <laughs> That's not fair. And second of all, yeah. Tell me, what was that line in particular? Strength is something you manufacture. What, do you want to jump into that a little bit more? Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even remember. Take a shot, spraying off ice. I remember. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I remember that is the original that I that never got changed. That chorus never changed. I think I went upstairs, started crying, and that's what came out of my head. Sort of tears. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> All right.
Cool. So then, uh, Me For Me. Yes, Me For Me. That was the first M-E, song. M-E, the number four, that, M-E. That's not what it was supposed to be uh, spelled as. Um, it was supposed to be Me For Me. And then the recording engineer shortened it for the demo that he sent us. And that's just how it's spelled. Um, wasn't intentional. And I wrote that song. It's so like early 2000s. <laughs> like, <laughs> Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Yeah. My dad actually wrote a lot of the lyrics for this song. Um, he had the original idea for it. And a lot of the lyrics in here are, are his originals. Um, it's the first song I ever recorded on my own. Um, I had done a lot of studio work prior to this song, but this is the first song like I did by myself. Um, and I think I did it when I was sick and I was 15 and yeah. Okay. Um, this is also a song that got the incredible music video Yes, from the big and tall, big, big and famous, <laughs> big and famous. <laughs> when we flew out to Orlando or was it Miami? We flew out to Florida. I think it was Miami. Yeah, Miami sounds Miami sounds right. Yeah, we flew out to Miami, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Miami to work with uh, Helmut Montoya, and he worked with us for three days uh, shooting this music video. He had the concept for it. It was great. The only problem was the building didn't have AC, and it was Florida. So there's a shot of me laying on a marble That's floor a, in between oof. takes. Yeah. There's a there is a shot and I think we posted it. There's a picture of me laying on the floor and everybody's like, "Oh, is she throwing a temper tantrum?" No, it's because the building didn't have AC and we had been shooting for 6 hours and the marble floor was cooler than standing in front of a fan. Yeah. That's funny. It was good. Uh one of my favorite songs. Breathe period scream period survive period. <laughs> yeah. That's the official wording of the song so breathe scream survive yes there was some debate about how to spell that um i i don't remember i think for a while and on setlist we called it bss because it was easier to say than breathe scream survive that also went through three different uh that went through three different iterations of the final mix and by the time we had to get it done we were just like just put it out there we don't even care how it sounds anymore <laughs> we had one uh audio engineer work on it and he screwed us on it um he did not like us and he uh i i, I don't know i don't think he liked us because we would send him edits to make and it would come back worse um then we had my brother Brandon Wolf work on it, and he did a great job, but it just needed uh, some more touches to it, things that he couldn't do. So finally, we ended up with the guy who I still work with to this day, Paul Miner. Paul Miner was in a band. He was a bassist for a band called Death by Stereo, and he has a... uh yeah, violence. It's a punk band. Uh, he has a studio in Orange County, and we still work with him. He any just... Re- any relation to Ricky Miner? No. He, but he did just recently record Sidney Ellen's newest single strengthen me which is out now mm-hmm. check it out on spotify and while you're there <laughs> and while you're there follow our podcast you're my best friend make sure to scroll past all the other stuff on your way there or just select podcast before you search and then we'll or, the first one or do that uh we're gonna skip queen anne's revenge yes we already spoke about that and let's go to peace of my heart do you know what i wrote peace of my heart about i'm assuming a boy yes do you know who i'm assuming iggy no one of your homeschool boyfriends Sort of. My Mormon boyfriend. Your Mormon boyfriend. (laughs) 
Yes, I wrote this song about Taylor. Uh, Swift? That's, no. That's a first. No, I'm not going to tell you his last name because that would be weird. Um, All right, here, let me mute the microphone and then you tell me. That was an interesting last name. <laughs> yeah, I wrote this song Taylor, about Taylor. Taylor. What's it? Oh, damn it. What was his name? Lautner? Taylor Romney. Yeah. Mitt Romney is a yep. long lost son. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote this song about him, and he knows this, so it's not weird that I'm talking about it. Um, I wrote, it's still one of my favorite songs that I've written. I don't know why, because I listened to it the other day. Jacob did a a remix on it, and I like his mix better, but I listened to the lyrics, and I'm like, really? Send me the mix. I will. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Now let's go to, probably, honestly, probably one of my favorite songs. Victory? Victory. I hate that song. You hate all these songs. I don't hate all of them. I hate Breathe, Scream, Survive because it's impossible to sing. I hate you for breathe, me because... you have to breathe, scream, and survive? Breathe, scream, survive! Do you know how hard that is to do live? No, because I don't do things live. It's really hard. Also, dollar in the jar. <laughs> I'm going to go broke. Um, victory, I don't like... I do not like this song. I do not like this, Sam. I am. I We sang... We, we did this at this... Uh, <laughs> roll song mm-hmm. well it is but also there's a lot of auto-tune on it um we only kind of half wrote it ourselves i think no i think we wrote it ourselves um and the chorus is very difficult to sing live when we did this at rocklahoma 2016 um i i was out of breath on this song I was completely out of breath because I don't write breaths into any of my songs. I just write lyrics until I can't talk anymore. And I write lyrics until I can't lyric no more. And I was trying to sing the second verse. Um, I'm trying to remember how it goes. And after all these years, I never change a thing. And I couldn't, I didn't have enough breath to sing it. So instead of singing, I just went, come on! And I knocked the wind out of myself <laughs> on stage. And Sydney remembers that moment too, because she was talking to me after after that show. And she goes, when you yelled in that one song, that was awesome. And I was like, yeah, I almost fainted. <laughs> that would have been a great way to end your Oklahoma, your Oklahoma, Rocklahoma experience. Yeah. Um... Okay, cool. Now, when, when was the first time you went to Rocklahoma? Was it 2015? 2016. 2016. Mm-hmm. That was before the Best Revenge EP. Yes. Okay. So, but by the time you went to Rocklahoma, it was the new lineup, right? Yeah. So, how did Shay and Alexi become part of the band? So, Shay became a part of the band uh, right before the new year. Um, we did a lot of our stuff in 2014 and, um, she became, I want to say she became a part of the band in like very, very late 2014 and then going into 2015, she was in the band. I'm trying to find the timeline here, but I think this is where it cuts off. Well, we don't need the exact dates, but um, yeah. how did you, how did you meet Shay? How'd you hear about her? How did, Shay... how did she become part of the discussion because i know yeah i know that there was um a rift in directions 
<laughs> with uh, with the band. Yeah. With, with your bass player. Well, and and okay, I this is the part where I don't want to badmouth anybody because we're all kids. We're all stupid and hormonal and female. And at the and time, Iggy. and Iggy, but <laughs> Iggy was also somewhat female. And, <laughs> and at the time, Iggy and I have been secretly dating for like eight months, and it caused some serious issues in in the band dynamics because I'm the band leader. Uh, and everybody's upset that I'm the band leader because everybody wants to be the band leader. And then I'm dating the drummer. So everybody, there's like this teaming up situation almost happening, not intentionally, but we're all dumb and bad at communicating. So, um, at this point, Carly kind of started to go a different direction artistically. Um, not, not in any bad way. It's just, she was leaning one way with the music and we were leaning another my recollection was she was leaning more dark, wasn't she? And you guys were leaning more... Kind of, yeah. Yeah, and also... Light. Yeah, and stylistically also, she was more towards the classic rock, and we were kind of... If you listen to the second EP, it's definitely more of a modern rock sound mm-hmm. instead of kind of the classic thing that we had been doing. And she definitely wanted to stay... And there's nothing wrong with classic rock. Oh, yeah, no. No, I it's love classic. it. I love it, but it was not... It wasn't the direction that we were going. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this point... We, I think I met Shay pretty recently before the change in regime happened. Um, she was playing in a band called, oh crap, what was it called? I have no idea. It was an all-girl cover band. And she, she actually was playing guitar in that band. Uh, she and Sydney were, she was the rhythm guitar and I think Sydney was the lead. Um... I'll, I'll keep talking. I'll find it. <laughs> um, but we knew her. She was super sweet girl, um, really talented. She was gorgeous. She was easy to get along with. She was really fun. Um, and it was great. And so um, there was definitely some drama. But in the end, it all worked out. And um, it was called Yours Truly, an all-girl cover band. <laughs> um and so we pulled her in to start playing bass for us. And then right after that, I, she started playing for us in 2015, and we toured in 2015. So we went on our, our, our tour, the Breeze Scream Survive tour. Um, we had a whole bunch of merch. We went through nine different states. We hit Mexico. We had two dates in Mexico. Um, it was a month-long tour. And right after that, uh, Iggy told us that he was going to go a different direction. He wanted to pursue graphic design and art. Um, and he, yeah, he, love the guy to this day. He's great. Um, I'm happy that he went the direction he did because I think it's been very fulfilling for him. And pursuing music was really something that his father instilled in him. Um, yeah, it was something that he loved doing because it it was good for him. But it was time. Um so we toured, we go on this awesome tour uh, with the band Carbonine and Jason Lottman. I miss you, Jason. Um, he was the best tour manager I've ever had. Um, and he was super fun. We had some good times on that tour. Um, and right after that, Iggy leaves. I think his last show with us was at the OC Fair. 
Um, and if you look on YouTube, you can find footage of that show where we say goodbye to him and stuff. And then right after that, we did some auditions with some different drummers. Uh, we were specifically looking for a female drummer at this point. And female drummers Sexist. are hard to find. There, there were a couple of people who we auditioned with and just didn't gel with. And finally, we find this drum monster named Alexi Pobletti. And she's 12 years old. She's 12 years old. She's won the Hit Like a Girl contest. She has judged the Hit Like a Girl contest. She's being mentored by Eric Singer, the drummer from Kiss. And she's played on Tommy Lee's drum coaster. Um, She was amazing. And we played a show with her. And there was definitely some skepticism in uh from the band members on that because she was 12 and at this point Sydney is 21 I think I think Sydney's 21 and everybody was kind of worried like how are we going to get along with a 12 year old (laughs) (laughs) but but she came in and nailed the show and we got along really well with her and she's an awesome little ball of energy and I really miss her um she was amazing to work with she's good people she is she's great people she's always like sup <laughs> yeah she was just recently in the new iphone commercial um and she's doing some other stuff too um i can't reveal anything that she's working on but Do she's, it. she's doing some cool stuff no one's gonna listen to this everybody's gonna listen to this are you kidding <laughs> Uh, so let's jump into my favorite EP as it Yes. The best revenge. I called it the black EP today because <laughs> there was the white EP and the black EP. Yeah, almost identical cover art except the difference in the background. Pretty much identical. Bas- basically, you flipped the color of the logo in the background. Yeah, and do you know who designed that logo actually? Iggy. No. Really? No, Iggy tried and, and didn't get a good one. <laughs> um, my mom... Tried for a long time, and finally, a close, close friend of ours, Matt Kilgore. Matt designed it. Matt designed it. Interesting. And do you, uh, my mom had been, hey, yo, Matt. <laughs> my mom had been messing with different Pro Tools programs and Photoshop, and she paid a well, couple of she, people on she, Fiverr. And if she's messing with Pro Tools, that's probably why she didn't get it. Ah, uh, not Pro Tools. Sorry, Photoshop. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> my mom did not mess with Pro Tools. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the wrong program for graphic design. No, but, uh, and Matt sees her killing herself over this. And finally he goes, do you need me to just paint it? So he took some canvases and some paint upstairs and just drew the thing in, I think, 15 minutes. Nice. And then we scanned it into a computer and that's our logo. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Matt. So watch your mouth. Watch your <laughs> That was not good. I'm not going to do that again. Dollar in the jar. Um, Watch Your Mouth (laughs) is about an (laughs) ex-boyfriend. Tell the story. Okay, so... Tell the story. I'm only going to tell this story because I feel like he's never going to listen to this. Um, You don't have to tell the name of, you know, your ex-boyfriend, Iggy. (laughs) Technically, that's not his name anymore. Whatever. I know. Um, We uh, broke up. Obviously, because I'm single. Um, But we broke up and he, a couple of months prior to that, there there wasn't a ton of dissension in our relationship. We had a good relationship. We almost dated two years. Um, And he had gotten into a fight with my mom on social (laughs) media because he cursed 
I think I posted, oh, I know what happened. At this point, we were still having a secret relationship from the rest of the world. And so I posted something to make it look like I was still single. It was something that I shared. And he, Jeremy, my brother Jeremy Valentine commented something and was like, hey, keep your options open. And and then Iggy commented and, and he said the F word. And my mom commented and said, hey, watch your language, kid. Or watch your mouth, kid. And then he and my mom got into a fight and he didn't want to apologize. And it was kind of the beginning of the end. Um, Why is it that people don't like apologizing to your mother? I don't know. I know like three or four different people who should apologize to your mother who don't. I literally, I don't know. I What's up with people not apologizing at all? It's so easy. Just say you're sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is it too late now to say sorry? Dollar in the jar! (laughs) Anyway, Watch Your Mouth is about Iggy. And it was also kind of just me venting all of my frustrations in the relationship. It's over. You lied. We're done. Why try? Oh my god. I showed you all my flaws and opened up my walls. Oh my god. You didn't like what you saw. You told me I was all wrong, but I'll never change, and now I'll never stop. (laughs) Oh my god. Yep. That the lyrics just clicked for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. And then the chorus is, you got some nerve, kid. We can't rewind this. It's time you learn to watch your mouth. <laughs> watch your mouth. <sighs> yeah. Mom inspires song. <laughs> Mom interrupts podcast. <laughs> um, Stop you down. Stop you down. I actually really like this song. I do, too. Um. Originally, Sydney came up. Sydney came up with the idea for this song, um, and it originally was going to be more metaphorical. She's way big on metaphorical songs, and then I kind I kind of was like, let's not do that direction. Um, <laughs> it was also it was something. There was a quote that she really liked at the time, which was "Throw me to the wolves, and I'll come back, leader of the pack." And shortly after we started writing this song, "Bring Me the Horizon" came out with a song that had that line in it. Nice. And we were like, well, <laughs> we can't use that anymore. <laughs> you could have. It's like, throw me to the wolves. Tomorrow I will come back, leader of the whole pack. That's that song. And so we changed it. Dollar in the jar. Yeah. This song was also about some friend drama that happened at the time. And there's some really uh, interesting things in the music video for this. Your mom's stealing the strawberries. That's fine. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No. They're hers. She paid for them. It's true. Yeah, so there's definitely some things in the music video that are throwbacks to that time period. Um, this is the best music video that we ever did. It was a day shoot uh, out in the middle of nowhere I with wasn't CG Reich. to it. It's okay. There were a lot of people who weren't invited to it. Originally, we were supposed to set things on fire for that shoot. And then we got up there with a truckload, literally a U-Haul full of furniture that we were supposed to set on fire. And they told us we couldn't set it on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Yep. But we did. You would have set the entire state of California on fire. (laughs) We would have been safe. We have. California has a thing where like if one little 
bushfire starts, <laughs> the whole state goes up in yeah. flames. It was a cool location, though. It was this farm, and the guy rents out his farm for shoots all the time. So there were things up there we from... We should do a photo shoot there. We should. But there were things up there from, like, episodes of Criminal Minds. Nice. There was a big, tall building with a noose hanging off of it, and we were like, uh... that It was from something. But, yeah, it, it was a huge property, really cool shoot, really hot day. I almost passed out that day. This we shot the video right after we got back from Rocklahoma 2016. So we released the EP right before we left. We did a whole bunch of promo for it. Sold like over a hundred bundles to people all over the world. Nice. Uh, we go to Rocklahoma, play the songs on this EP, and then come back and film the music video. So we're on top of the world at this point. Um, and I at that time was starving myself because I hated. No, I was on diet pills. I had lost about 20 pounds from where I was supposed to be and um, which is kind of sad looking at myself that I was thinner than I'm supposed to be because I still think I look fat but (laughs) but at the music video shoot I almost passed out there because it was a hot day I was losing electrolytes there's a photo of Sydney and I like off the in between shots and we're holding cokes and it's a really pretty shot, and I've posted it a couple of times, but the reason we're holding those Cokes is because I was literally about to pass out, and Lynn, Sydney's mom, was like, you need electrolytes, so she got two Cokes, and I was like, no, I'm not supposed to eat sugar, and... There's electrolytes in Coke? hmm Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Um, Bella song. Bella's song. This, this one legitimately is probably one of my favorite songs. Me too. I, it's a lot of people's favorite songs. Yeah, and, and we have... We'll talk about this later in the podcast yeah. or earlier in the podcast but moxie has a thing coming out soon i do yeah that will be fun don't don't spoil it don't don't tell them yet <laughs> well i mean we're coming out with a brand of moxie and milk so i might not spoil it but somebody will spoil it always smell it though never smell it always always never smell it i wrote the song bella's song for my sister bella um half of the Half of the song, the majority of the song I wrote in early, I want to say 2013. And my sister had been going through a really rough time. Um, she, So when I got into music, she was like 12. And I you know, was 15, 16, and I was beyond the point where I was easily impressionable. I was on my own, I was independent, and I was fine. And I could see through things for what they were. I could see through opinions. She was very young, mm-hmm. got into the Tumblr culture oh, no. of drinking and smoking and cutting, and started self-harming. She started using substances and started wanting to kill herself. Um, and... I wrote, I have the original lyrics for this upstairs. It's part of a much longer poem that I wrote. But I just wrote it venting and trying to talk to my sister, but I couldn't talk to her because I didn't know who she was. And um, I wrote that in early 2013. Um, And then my mom sent her on what we call affectionately the get your head out of your ass missions trip (laughs) to Kenya. To the biggest slum in Kenya. And, um, sorry, I wrote them in 2014. I wrote everything but the bridge in 2014. And then she came back from Kenya in January, and her smile was different. And 
her eyes were different and she laughed and she she was happy and she found God on that trip um, and she realized <laughs> and she realized and she realized how good God is and how good her situation is and, and how much hope there is in life and how much she had to live for so then I wrote The Bridge uh, which is um This one's for you. This one's for you. With the infamous, Probably. I need, I need. <laughs> and I thought for a long time it was Ollie. <laughs> like he's dead, but okay. Uh, that's probably the least known song. It is. But I don't think you guys have ever played it live. No, we did play it. We played it out of Rocklahoma. Okay. Um, and it's sad because that is actually one of my more favorite songs. Um, I love the ending. Uh, I really love Sydney. What did you do? Did you pause it? No, I was using the wrong mouse. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, Sydney has likened my scream at the end to that of Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm, oh, wow. and I'm proud of I'm proud of the recording of that song. Um, this one's for you. We wrote it for the fans. We wrote it for people who were following us. At this point, did you guys know that the band was going to be done? No. No. So you guys were. No, uh, from the time we wrote this song, uh, we had less than six months. Yeah. So we're talking about a cancer patient. I know, really. <laughs> so let's, let's let's fast forward real quick. And let, what what killed the band? What killed the band? It was a combination of things. Um, Who killed MXI? Well, I got in a car accident. No, okay, let me start over. So there were four of us. Shay had decided that because she had seen another. Uh, a girl in another band, a band called Broken, she went to school in Idaho, and she was also in the band. She was the singer in this band. And so Shay decided that she could go to school in Alabama full-time and also stay in MXI back in L.A. And um, that caused a lot of communication issues between the band members. Would you call it a communication, communication breakdown? breakdown? <laughs> little bit yeah it was also difficult because sydney and i at this point had been working together for about five years yeah and there was definitely teaming up things happening and not necessarily in real life but we were on the same wavelength we knew how to work together we knew what we were doing and we had a plan yeah and shay and alexi were becoming very close friends they were hanging out they you know in band practices it was like sydney and i would drive the agenda and they would they would have fun and it turned into a two-on-two thing and two on two <laughs> it turned in and it's nobody's fault honestly it's probably my fault for not um ensuring better communication but you know there was some tension at this point yeah for sure. and shay came back into town we had a show at the at uh we had played a show at the Yoast. We played a show at Chain Reaction with a different bassist. We played another show that was like a contest with a different bassist. Uh, actually, we played the show at Chain with BB. Did uh, you really? We did. Yeah, we did. And then you played with a different girl mm-hmm. at the at Malone's, right? Yeah, Camber Fishbine. Uh, she was our bassist from the Ravens. 
And she graduated from, uh, she graduated with a degree in bass performance recently. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, BB was on our 10th episode, and so she and I have some history there too. But we, she came back into town because we were playing a show at Cook's Corner down in South Orange County. And uh, we had one practice. So we practiced, ordered some pizza, and then Sydney and I had been talking before then, and she was like, we need to have a band meeting. And I was like, okay. So we sat down for a band meeting, and basically, um, Alexi dropped a bomb and said i have an exclusive deal with disney there's somebody from disney who wants to get me on the roster but it has to be an exclusive contract and sydney drops a bomb and says there's somebody who is taking up artist management and she wants me to become her first artist and she's going to pour all this money into me she's going to pour all of her connections into it I didn't know either of those two things coming into this meeting I I didn't um and so they both said those things and then Shay was like well I can't be the only one trying to make communication happen here and if nobody's going to try as hard as I am then then I just don't want to do it anymore and at this point and weren't you, you were transitioning into APU or were you already there? I was there. I was in my sophomore year and I had just gotten into a car accident. Mm. I had also just had to deal with a roommate who was assigned by the school who hotboxed our entire apartment and then threatened to kill us. Yeah. And I was also... In, she sounds lovely. She was amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a force of nature, that one. <laughs> she threatened to kill us. Man, I love her. I was also in my first nine months of dating my then boyfriend, Jake, and I needed more time. I needed to recover from my concussion. I needed to make sure that there weren't things wrong with my heart, like literally things wrong with my heart. And I was just tired because every time we had to have a band practice for this band, Alexi was 13. She can't drive. I had to drive from Azusa near Pasadena area, from Azusa to Studio City. Which is like an hour drive. Down to Huntington Beach. Which is like an hour and a half drive. Have a three hour practice. Which is a five hour day. Go back up to Studio City, drop Alexi off. probably at that point about a two and a half hour drive. Make it back to APU. About an hour and a half drive. And find a parking spot. About a four hour adventure yeah it was so if you lost count that was about 27 hours (laughs) i was exhausted and so now whenever people are like oh do you are you sure you can drive me to lax i'm like yes i'm sure it's an hour it's fine (laughs) but i was exhausted i didn't have a car i feel slightly attacked on that one But I was exhausted. I didn't have a car. I didn't have any energy. I didn't want to deal with people anymore. I wanted to spend time with my boyfriend, and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't dying. And so, also tacos. And and tacos. So fi- I was like, you know what? If everybody has their own thing and wants to be done, we're done. And that that was it. We had one more gig. Uh, we played Rocklahoma 2017. Uh, because that was pre-contracted already. And there was a whole huge thing that happened with Sydney, we were trying to see if Sydney could play that show, and there was like a back and forth with the lawyer, and there was a back and forth with her agent. And she told me for quite some time that she was going to be able to play it, and then she wasn't. And for a time, I thought I was going to have to drop out of that gig because I I don't know any guitarists, like I don't know people. I uh, now I know people, and I could put a band together. But at the time, I Sydney was my person. You and know? at this point, Shay was out. Shay was gone. 
and so was Alexi. Alexi. So your Rocklahoma crew yeah. was Matt Kilgore <laughs> yeah. and Melanie, right? Valiantly stepped in, Matt did. Um, yeah, Matt Kilgore, Melanie on drums, and Emily Patterson on bass. Look, she's back from almost anywhere. Uh, she ha- she's been dating my brother Brandon So Wolf. Sydney didn't play that last... Nope. Really? Nope. Oh, wow. I- and we played one gig after that. It was at a venue in San Diego for the Kaboom. Oh, I went festival. to that. You did. Yeah. You did. There were a lot of people at that show. And we just played it because it was like right after we got back. And we if, might as well. If we won, it's a, it's we would have. It's an excuse to go to San Diego. Exactly. And if we won, we would have been on a bill with Foo Fighters. Which, why not? Yeah. So we tried, but it's okay. We didn't get it. And who, who ended up winning? Do you remember? Uh, Yeah. The, the band that Gus is in. Uh, oh, uh, what's her name? Caitlin Weathers. Uh, Caitlin Weathers didn't win, but we did play with her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that was our last show. Moxie, it's late at night. Yes, it is. And uh, this is probably the first time that we've ever recorded an entire podcast in one day. I was going to say, we're on episode 13, so... <laughs> we've done at least 12 of these. Maybe finish that sentence. But, yeah. <laughs> or maybe let me finish that sentence before we jump into this. Maybe. Uh, but we learned a lot about you we and did. the band, and uh, I'm looking forward to diving deeper into some of this stuff some other time. It was good talking about it. Um, Can you lean more into your microphone? It's thanks. Sorry, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've talked a lot about that stuff. It's so. also been a long time since you rock and rolled. It's been a long time since I rock and rolled. It's been a long time since I had dinner rolls. Been a long time since I did the stroll. Dollar in the jar. Fine, that one was worth it. <laughs> How do you feel though? You feel good? I feel good. Feel happy? I feel good. i feel Uh, yeah i feel um it was good to talk about it good i'm glad now if you feel like uh supporting the show and allowing us to talk about more things talk about it wait 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 are we gonna do it i guess we kind of have to now yeah let's Let's talk about about it it. oh god that was terrible (laughs) um but uh buyustacos.com is a place to go uh, help the show out do and it. you know wh- one of the things that we might do is you you might get a phone call from us as as a response from from us saying thank you for helping the show out yeah moxie might call you i might she might sing to you i might i probably would she probably will, will. actually i think I, I i guarantee you she will sing something to you something now it might just be the word something over and over again hello it's moxie <laughs> hello <It's> moxie <laughs> you need to answer your phone that way hello it's the voicemail that you've reached <laughs> no okay cool wrong audience dollar in the jar uh, i literally think that you've had to put 17 dollars in the jar today probably we should count we definitely should i think we have enough for a taco buffet yeah um but also Stay tuned to thebestfriendshow.com. By the way, have you noticed that the website's monetized now? Yes. So You do these amazing things, and I don't even know how you do it. I mean, do I sometimes. <laughs> uh, so in one way, you know, it, it, maybe you're thinking, hey, you know what? I don't have any money. I can't buy merchandise. I can't, I can't buy them tacos. 
Well, then don't worry. Just go to thebestfriendshow.com and read some of the, the blogs that we have up. Moxie's going to be writing some blogs. Just do it. Over the... Yeah. Moxie's going to be writing some Sorry, blogs. I'm with you. You're in the wrong part of the... You're in the wrong part of the podcast I, right now. No, I'm, I'm with You're you. You're drunk. A little bit. <laughs> uh, but we have ads up on the website now. So if you just go to the website and visiting and checking out some of the stuff that we posted helps the show out a lot. But of course, the biggest way to help us is by downloading the show. Do it. Uh, we are on Apple Podcast. We are on the Google Play Store Podcast Network. Guys, we're on Spotify. I'm literally so excited about this. What does it mean to be on Spotify? What does it mean? It means that when people go on Spotify, they can listen to you. That's so interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. I thought so. Remember, if you're going to search us, select podcasts and then search for us. Yeah, otherwise you'll just get a whole lot of Queen, Queen. songs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay. Yeah. It's not Queen's not a bad band. It's a good alternative. It's, it's a, yeah, you know what? Hey, it's no it, us, but I mean, honestly, if you had to choose between us and Freddie Mercury, we won't be that disappointed if you choose Freddie Mercury. Yeah, we'll I'm, still be disappointed. I'm okay with being upped by Freddie Mercury. I'm I, I'm still a little bitter about it, but it's okay. I mean, he did they did come out with it first. Yeah. But we that being said, we are on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we are on Apple Podcasts. Let me make this easier for everybody. Okay? Okay. If you just go to spotify.thebestfriendshow.com, it automatically takes you to our Spotify page. Oh, super easy. You know what's even easier? If you go to our website. Well, yeah, you can listen to the show straight from our website. Yeah. Yeah, but if you want to download and subscribe to us via Spotify, just go to spotify.thebestfriendshow.com. Same with Apple Podcasts. If you want to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, you can go to apple.thebestfriendshow.com. Now, our Google Play people, you're not listening to us. I know this. Yeah. I I, I get a, a report every week. They're off playing somewhere. They're Yeah, that's the problem with being a part of the Google Play. Mm-hmm. So if you go to google.thebestfriendshow.com, it'll take you straight to... The Google Play Store. Do it. So just go and do it. Just do it. Just just, just do it. Whomst. Whomst. <laughs> well, Moxie, thank you for hanging out with me today. Thank you for hanging out with me We today. have two more episodes left. Yes. And then you're off to Vietnam. China. And, uh, you know, this is the first time that you and I have been in the same room in a long time with these podcasts. I think we've gone like four episodes yeah. without us being in the same room. And I apologize for the quality of my recording and the I last think, couple of them. And I thought that when you came back from Kansas Colorado. that you weren't going to leave me again. And here you are getting ready to leave and go to the Philippines. Well, that's what I do. I leave people. Um, usually, but you can't leave me. Usually not for China. No, haven't you heard? I'm just the worst. <sighs> I should have asked for references. I stab people in the back. I turn them. I, I turn them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. To the left or to the right? Uh, to the left, to the left. Everything, Everything you, you own in the box, box to, to the, the left. left. In the closet. That's my stuff. Yes, if I bought it, baby, please don't touch. Don't touch. Keep talking that mess. That's fine. But can you walk and talk at the same time? And that's my name. That's on that jack. So let me call you a cap. Bending in the back. No one telling me how I'm such a fool. Talking about how I'm never going to find no one like you. You got me twisted. You know, now know about me. You must not know about me. I can have a night of you any minute. Matter of fact, he'll be here any minute. Ruben? Baby. Ruben. 
You must not know about me. Ruben. You must not know about me. Ruben. Dollar in the jar right now. <laughs> it deserves like $10 in the jar. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I know that entire song. That was impressive, actually. Thank you. The only thing that I can rap is like. Well, that wasn't really a rap. Iggy, Iggy, too big. <laughs> shouldn't do that while I'm drunk. <laughs> the only thing I can rap fails at rapping. <laughs> so the only thing you can rap is Christmas presents. Uh, it's Nick's Nescato, it's Frizz in the Pato, it's Nicky Fothara, it's oh, oh, so many in the Guadalupe. We don't want to live Okay, don't say your drink all over the computer. <laughs> oh man, I can rap a lot of Hamilton. <sighs> I don't think that counts. If it's about colonial America. I'm surprised that you aren't more uh, impressed with my Beyonce skills. I am very impressed. That song was over 10 years old. That was really good. Thank you. That was really good. I mean, the singing was terrible. But the rap. Well, it wasn't really a rap, though. It was kind of a rap. That was just the way I was getting through the lyrics really fastly. The way you... Fastly? (laughs) Quickly? Is that like bigly? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mox, let's wrap this up. All right. Uh, again, if you have not uh, subscribed to us, go to all the places that we're at. If you have, if you have, if you need, if you need help, I uh, need, <laughs> I need dollar in the jar, uh, and we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> we're all over the place today, uh, but it cares. Uh, but of course, <laughs> but it cares. But it cares, lad. <laughs> was that Scottish or? It was I don't know. Trying I don't know what I was. Uh, but uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Do it because this Wednesday we are going live on Instagram. For the first time. Yeah. Is your eye okay? It's really hurting. Can we get some ice for her eye? No, it's the makeup. I'm allergic to it. I'm oh. allergic to everything and it really hurts. But why would you put something that you're allergic to on your face? Because beauty is pain. Beauty is pain and the pain is everything. Or whatever the beauty words are. Beauty is pain and I feel great. Ow! Um, again, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> that was a great endorsement. <laughs> Because uh, this Wednesday we are going live on Instagram for the first time, but also simulcasting it onto our Facebook page as well. Yeah. So make sure you, you like and follow us there. And of course, go to the YMBF show on Twitter uh, is our handle. <laughs> <laughs> we got to work that, the kinks on that we one. We need to handle that. We got to handle that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, my name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie N. And we are out of time. Are way out of time. Way. This was supposed to be done four hours ago. It's fine. Really. We had a cheesecake emergency. There was a cheesecake emergency. It was delicious. <laughs> and by cheesecake emergency, he means we reheated a frozen cheesecake so we could eat it. We reheated a frozen cheesecake. Yeah. How do you reheat something that's frozen? I. It's. I guess technically that's that's accurate. Yeah. Because you have to kind of bake the cake, so the cake is heated at one point. Yeah. See, why are you, you questioning it, me? And then you because re- it just. Didn't I make have s- a degree. I know things. You have a degree in like music. Yeah, that's like the hardest degree. No, the hardest degree is a third degree. No. Why do you think everyone's always asking why you give me the third degree? No. Why are you giving me the third degree, man? Ruben. Mom, why? what's with the third degree? Ruben. My mom's dead. I don't know why I'm no, talking to her. No, Ruben. They're not ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Good night? We... we- Good night, the science guy. I said goodbye. You said goodnight. Go back. Go listen to the recording. Check the record. 
My uh, eye hurts. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. When we say farewell and we sign off on the show, we need to start pushing the unrecord button. Yeah, we probably should. Because we we just keep rambling on and on and on. Ramble on. <laughs> now the time. The time is now to sing my song. Okay. Good night, everybody. Dollar in the jar. Goodbye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.